Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Music Matters podcast and another episode of the Socratic Circle podcast. Now, you may be asking, why two different podcasts? Well, the journey we're about to take is going to deal with music and it's going to pose some philosophical questions. So I'm going to ensure that it's posted in two different locations. I'm going to ensure that I reach as many people as possible because I think this will be a pretty interesting conversation, or at least I'm going to try to make it interesting. But before we can start, I need to give an appropriate introduction. Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday, May the 8th, 2019, and I'm recording this at 9.07 a.m., Central Time. All right. Every journey has to have a beginning. So let's go all the way back to the beginning. It was December 3rd, 2018. December 3rd, 2018, when a song was released. And initially, I don't think it got a lot of attention. And then something happened. This song that was released on December 3rd, 2018, well, it started showing up on a specific music chart. Now you're like, okay, well, all right, that just shows that it got popular. (laughs) Yeah, it did show that it got popular. The only problem is it raised a lot of questions about why was it popular on the country music charts? Because if you listen to it, It didn't sound very country. So you had a lot of people going, wait a minute, that's not country. Why is it on my country music charts? Get that off the charts. That doesn't belong. Go play it on a different chart. I don't want that stuff messing up my country music charts. In fact, the story is kind of interesting. Here's what happened. In March of 2019, now remember the song was released on December 3rd, 2018. Now we get to March, uh, we get to March 2019. The song reaches number 19 on the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart. Whoa, wait a minute. How did it get here? How did it get there? Now, the controversy continues to grow. It gets so big that this happens. This is, I think, fascinating. It gets to number 19, and then the magazine comes along and says, nope, we are disqualifying it from being included on the charts, on the grounds that it did not fit the country genre, sparking a debate on the definition of the genre. Now, had it not been disqualified, this song, I haven't given the name yet, would have been the Hot Country Song's number one song as the chart dated April 6, 2019. They came along and disqualified it, saying, hey, it's not country enough. It doesn't fit the genre, so we're going to disqualify it. If it wouldn't have been disqualified, it would have become the number one song on the chart dated April 6, 2019. So a song released December 3rd makes it all the way to number 19 on the country charts. They disqualify it, saying it's not country enough. And if they wouldn't have disqualified it, it would have become number one in April of 2019. Now, what song am I referring to? I'm referring to the song Old Town Road. 
Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Now, maybe you're not familiar with Lil Nas X. You may not have a clue who he, he is or who he was. You may not know anything about him. But let me tell you this. If you live in America right now, and if you've been anywhere near social media, you probably have heard someone say something about Lil Nas X or something about the song Old Town Road. In fact, here's what's fascinating. Okay, so the song gets disqualified from the country charts. Okay, you're like, all right, well, so what happens? Well, this is what happens, okay? <laughs> then it goes on a crazy streak, okay? They remove it from the country charts and it gets to go to the, the general billboard charts. <laughs> here, here you go, here, are you ready for this? All right. it, it gets to go to the, the Billboard Hot 100 chart. The Billboard Hot 100 chart, this deals with the, num the, the singles that are popular right now in music. So on April 13th, Little Nas X and his song Old Town Road hits number one. April, or no, April 13th, I'm sorry, April 6th was Ariana Grande, Seven Rings. April 13th, April because April 6th, it was going to be number one on the country charts. But April 13th, now it gets moved to a different chart. It becomes number one in, in the United States of America, Little Nas X, Old Town, Town Road. April 20th. Um, it's still number one. April 27, it's still number one. May 4th, it's still number one. And the chart dated May the 11th, it is still number one, which is fascinating because that means it appears that Taylor Swift was unable to remove him from their number one slot. Taylor Swift didn't even have the power, it seems, at least right now, to remove him from the number one spot. That means there are people listening to this song over and over and over and over and over again. Little Nas X, Old Town Road, what is going on? Now, it does raise some important questions. Who gets to define what a genre is? How how dogmatic can we be in the definition of a genre? And what happens when someone comes along and tries to change a genre or, or disrupt a genre or force the genre to accept sounds that don't, that don't traditionally fit it? Should, should we create a new genre? It raises lots of important questions, not only musically, but in a sense, it raises philosophical questions about how we define things, what we're willing to accept, what we're not willing to accept. There's a lot of interesting discussions we could have about this. Now, I did a little research here, and this is the kind of the fascinating part th that I want to share with everyone today for both the Music Matters podcast and the Socratic Circle podcast. And I want you to listen to me carefully here. My first reaction... The reaction I know of, of friends who I talked about this song, we kind of viewed it, and, I, and to be honest, I still kind of view it as what I call a novelty song. Within the history of popular music, there are these songs that are kind of a novelty song. They're fun. They, they, they don't, they're not, they're not going to really go on to, to be like, you know, they're going to create, this artist is going to create some important album. They're just kind of a novelty song. They're fun. They're interesting. There's something clever about it. I think in the 19, I think it was the 1970s. I don't remember the name of the song. It was all over radio. There was this song where it was like, um, 
a reporter doing an interview with Jaws, right? The shark. And, and, and each question, like he would ask the question and the answer would be from a, from a popular song during that time. I don't remember how it all worked, but it was, an, it was kind of a novelty song. And it was super popular, but it wasn't like, oh, you know, this is going to go down as this big song. It was like, okay, it's funny, it's silly, it's dumb, we get it. So I think a lot of people, when we heard Old Town Road, were like, oh, okay. So we kind of have little Nas X kind of a rapper trying to do this country kind of rap thing. Okay, <laughs> it's silly, it's dumb. Okay, it's funny. Hey, let's watch, let's watch the, you know, let's listen to this song three or four times on YouTube, whatever. And let's just kind of move on. No, I don't think there, I think originally no one really took it serious, but what happened is because of social media, it kind of started going viral and it kept getting shared and it kept getting shared. And then I think the controversy of them throwing it off the country charts, then kind of made it like, oh, you're going to throw it off the country charts? We're going to get behind it even more. I think it almost became kind of a, maybe, I may, and this may be a, a wrong interpretation of how it, it worked in culture, but it almost kind of became a rebellious idea. Like, we're going to make this, number one. I, I can't say for sure that's how people were thinking. It's just something happened here. So I started doing some research about the song, and found some, some, some of the following information. And I'll put this all together. I don't have sources for all of this, um, but a lot of this you can find on the internet for yourself. Let's kind of go, let's kind of put it all together here. This is how one article states it. If you're going, if you're, if, if you've gone on any of your social media accounts in the last few days, chances are you've seen, some, you've seen something about the latest viral musical sensation, Little Nas X, also known as the 19-year-old rapper behind Old Town Road, the song everyone loves to love or to hate. I do agree there seems to be, um, it's a love-hate. And I, and I think there's a lot of us in the middle, especially I think maybe more hardcore music fans who kind of look at it and go, all right, next, what's the big deal? Maybe, maybe this is a situation where the hardcore music fan completely misses it because I, I mean I, I never this is not something I thought was going to be a big deal I mean this thing has remained number one Taylor Swift can't even remove it so I never would have predicted that I mean this this is a situation typically I'm very good at predicting it this is one of those things that are just like I just don't get it I don't understand why are people listening to this over and over and over again it's almost like they're trying to make a point hey you can't tell us what you can't define what this music is you're not the one in charge. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a kind of a cultural phenomenon from that perspective. But as the song undeniably gets stuck in your head, maybe, it, maybe it does get stuck in your head. I don't know. Um, you may find yourself questioning the meaning behind the catchy lyrics. All right, now I had to stop right there because once again, is there a meaning behind these lyrics? Have you read the lyrics? Have you heard the lyrics? I mean, let's, let's, they're going to quote some. I think I got all the lyrics down here. Here's the full lyrics, okay? And this comes from Billboard. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. All right. There's some deep, there's some deep things going on right there. I got the horses in the back. Horses back is attached. Hat is matte black. Got the boots that's black to match. Riding on a horse. 
You can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley. You ain't been up off the porch. Now, can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Right. Okay. Riding on a tractor, lean all in my bladder, cheated on my baby, you can go and ask her. My life is a movie, bull riding and boobies, cowboy hat from Gucci, wrangler on my booty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just trying to read, just trying to read these lyrics sounds so absurd. Anytime you try to read anything that's kind of rap related, it sounds absurd when you read it. It just doesn't sound hip or it sounds like, it just sounds dumb. And reading these lyrics, it's hard. I mean, cowboy hat from Gucci Wrangler on my booty. I mean, that's, that's gotta be the most ridiculous line I've ever heard in my life. Okay, can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got, okay, you get the idea. All right, woo. So I would agree with this article that, uh, yes, the song may get stuck in your head, but you may find yourself questioning the meaning beside, behind the catchy lyrics. I cannot honestly say I gave two seconds of thought about the, the meaning behind the lyrics, but I'm more than willing to hear someone's um, diving into the meaning of these deep, 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 deep lyrics, heartfelt lyrics. Maybe there's something here. But again, I think I've missed this entire song. I didn't catch it that it was going to be big, which usually I'm right there. I didn't get it. I, I, I just thought, I thought it would be like, okay, yeah, we're all in on the joke. Wink, wink. This is country. Wink, wink. Oh, and if you don't know what he did, because they kind of removed it from the country chart, he came back and said, oh, it's not country enough. I'll do a remix and I'll add in Billy Ray Cyrus. Okay, which is kind of funny that he brought in Billy Ray Cyrus and there's a remix of the song. And that remix is the one that's gone number one all over the place because it's just, which to me is even more subversive. It, it does, it, it once again kind of says, you, well, in a roundabout way, the lyric there, you can't tell me nothing, is kind of, kind of what he's done. Hey, you're not going to tell me. You don't think it's going to... I'll, I'll subvert the whole concept. I'll destroy the whole concept of genres. You need country? I'll give you Billy Ray Cyrus. Is he country enough? Now, some country fans may argue he's not, and some may say he, he's the, you know, the cancer that destroyed country as it was, but that's a whole different uh, discussion. Let's, let's read a little bit here about what they have to say, all right? There's some funny stuff here. All right, um... He goes, the song, uh, some, some people may have missed or have you questioning uh, the, the meaning behind the lyrics. Uh, the, tunes, the tune melds country and hip hop, right? The tune melds or, or brings together country and hip hop, creating country trap, a sound that has the music industry and fans alike arguing what exactly qualifies as country. The track even made it to the Billboard Hot Country Songs list, but a week later, Billboard removed it from the country chart and has since defended their choice. 
Regardless, X seems to have sent a clear response to any haters with a remix of Old Town Road featuring bonafide country mainstay Billy Ray Cyrus. Again, I would think some country fans would say he's not a bonafide country mainstay. Some would argue he is the cancer who destroyed what country was supposed to sound and created more of a modern country sound. Now, he wouldn't be the only one. We could go back to the 1990s and look what was happening and where we are today. But okay. So he featured uh, what they refer to as a bona fide country mainstay, Billy Ray Cyrus, a move that only created more hype around the song after its initial release. Again, the initial release was back in December of 2018. But take away the controversy and the admittedly cont contagious hook, and you're left with some de decidedly country style lyrics. When zeroing in on those catchy lyrics, which also includes the d defiant line, can't nobody tell me nothing, X has revealed that the song represents something far more meaningful than you'd expect. Okay, now we're going to hear from Little Nas himself. He's going to tell us what it means. So, so in this particular case, it's not even speculation. We're going to hear it from the source. Let, let's see what he says. According to Time... Just last year, the young artist was staying at his sister's home after he dropped out of college, a decision that left his parents less than pleased. He spent his days self-promoting his music, but soon even that situation began to fall apart. Old Town, Old Town Road came after a period of feeling like I was out of options, he told Time. I was living with my sister. She was pretty much fed up with me being there. That's where the chorus lyric came from. It was me saying, I want to leave everything behind. The can't nobody tell me nothing part is referring to my parents wanting me to go back to school and thinking it's not likely for me to make it. X also explained his words to the New York Times. I felt like a loner cowboy, he said. I wanted to take my horse to the Old Town Road and run away. The horse is like a car. The Old Town Road is like a path to success. And the first verse I pack up ready to go. Well, there you have it. What is currently the most talked about song in the U.S. has a pretty relatable backstory. No matter if you actually like it or not, nearly all of us have been in a place where we feel lost or misunderstood. An outlet is always needed to express those feelings. X's vice just so happened to take aim uh, to take form in its controversial genre mixing conversation, starting um, an unforgettable viral hit. All right, starring an unforgettable viral hit. All right. So, let's stop right here. On one hand, I would say I would have to apologize because I, when, I, when I listened to it, I didn't get it. I didn't go, oh, here's, here's this guy and he's, he's kind of saying, look, I'm going to go out on my own. I'm going to make it and you can't tell me nothing. I know it's there, but it's, it's so surrounded by just, you know, Gucci hat, you know, Wrangler on my booty, you know, tractors and boobies. I mean, some of it just seems so foolish and childish that you miss it. But what, what that at least tells us is that sometimes there can be a deeper meaning or, or have at least some significance and we can sometimes overlook it because, listen, there's something about the presentation that causes us to dismiss it. And if you think about it, that's the story of the whole song. The presentation caused Billboard to go, we're going to dismiss this because the presentation is not country enough so it can't be on the country charts. Others look at it and go, this is just a dumb viral song. There's nothing here. And then we miss possibly a little deeper meaning. I'm not saying it's, you know, the most profound thing in the world, but it is relatable. We all been there where 
we feel like you know we're running out of options nobody everybody's telling us what to do and we just kind of sense want to get on our tractor get on our horse get in our car and just go away from everyone we can all relate to that a little bit but we can miss what's relatable because we, the presentation sometimes presentation causes us to miss substance because we see the surface and we don't look a little below i'm not again saying it's the most profound song but again, I dismissed it almost outrightly. I mean, I've listened to it a number of times because it's everywhere and I keep up with what's popular, but I've just kind of went, okay, yeah, all right, next. Okay, can we move on? Is everyone, did everyone laugh? Did everyone get the joke out of their system? It's still number one. Okay, can, can we get the, is the joke, oh, it's still number one. Okay, and every week I look at the charts, I'm like, when is the song gonna go away? But it's not gonna go away. Now, are people listening to it going, man, this, this, this gives me something to grab onto. When, when, when everyone's trying to tell me something, I can just say, I, you can't tell me nothing. I'm going to get on, you know, I'm going to get on my horse, get on my uh, horse. I'm going to get on my tractor. I'm going to take to the old town road. I don't know if anyone's really doing that. I think it's catchy. I think it's funny. I think it's fun. I think it's subversive and saying you go, that, that we can make something a hit, whether you like it or not. And I think it does show the power of streaming, the power of YouTube, the power, I mean, the, the, the traditional ways of controlling music where like radio stations would have to play, that's all been subverted. Now you can put a song out there and if you can get enough people to notice it, if you can get it to go viral, you don't need the traditional music world to, to promote it or to, or to the, the, the gatekeeper have lost control of the gate. Now they can go around the gate. And I like that about the new music world that we're living in. But it does raise questions about genre, about perception, about um, ignoring something because we don't like the presentation, about looking deeper. But there's the story of Old Town Road, Little Nas X, and Billy Ray Cyrus. Now on the VBC 66 app, the VBC 66 app, and the, I'll probably place it in the food for thought section. I will place um, whatever version I can find that I can uh, that I can uh, post on the on the app. I'll post it so that you can listen to it for yourself. Uh, for those who are using the VBC 66 app, just look for that. For those who don't have the VBC 66 app, if you would like to get the VBC 66 app, where you can get all the content, philosophy, uh, church history, hermeneutics. I mean, so so much on the VBC 66 app. It's free. Just go to the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, do a search for VBC 66, VBC 66. Yes, it is a church app. But yes, I also like to talk about what's happening in the culture and, and speak to it and about it. So you get a lot of different content. So um, I think you'll just check it out. VBC 66, Apple App Store, Google Play Store. It's absolutely free. If you don't like it, you can delete it. Um, but I, I wanted to address this for the music world. And I wanted to address it from the philosophical world. Because there's a lot there about we, we, don't, we don't see past the surface because we don't like the presentation. And he, according to him, he was trying to say something a little deeper. And I know for me, the presentation just kind of made me laugh it off. So, you know, I, I kind of feel bad in that sense. I kind of feel bad, but we all kind of do that sometimes. 
Sometimes we miss that there could be something more going on, even in people's lives. If we don't like a person, we don't like the way they come across, sometimes we just ignore anything that they may, may say or, or, or may warning signs that they need help. I mean, there's a lot here. I mean, I know it's just the song, but there's a lesson, I think. Um, I think there's a lesson here that goes a little deeper. And so to little Nas X, I know he'll never hear this. And, and to, I apologize, man, if you were trying to say more, I missed it. And... You know, this is one of those situations where, I mean, I, I, I had heard of the song. I think, I can't remember who sent it to me. It may have been Michael from Nebraska who, who first told me about the song. It may have been uh, my daughter, Rebecca. I don't remember. I heard the song and I was like, okay, whatever. Next, trying to do a country rap thing. Woohoo, big deal. Well, <laughs> obviously it became a big deal. All right, this concludes this uh, joint podcast effort a Music Matters podcast and a Socratic Circle podcast. For those who listen to the Music Matters podcast, the Socratic Circle podcast is all about philosophy. I've talked, I did a, a thing about Taylor Swift's song, Me. I did something about the Netflix uh, show, um, The Black Summer and why we like zombies. If you would like to hear all of those, again, you can go uh, get the VBC 66 app. I have an entire section for the Socratic Circle. And uh, well, the Music Matters um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rethinking about what we're going to do with the Music Matters. I got a couple of ideas. I was asked to provide some more music content maybe for the um, VBC 66 app. So what I may do is see if uh, Michael uh, will allow me to take the RSS feed from the Music Matters uh, podcast and create a section on the VBC 66 app for the music for, for Music Matters. And then we can talk all things music related there. But who knows? I got to figure out how I want to uh, structure everything. But wherever you may listen, thank you for listening, and hopefully uh, you found this to be somewhat interesting. And at worst, you've got to find it, at least it was entertaining listening to me try to read Little Nas X's lyrics, okay? Because <laughs> it's just hilarious. Again, presentation blinds us sometimes to something deeper. All right, have a great day for the Music Matters people. Hey, go listen to some music today for the Socratic Circle people. Hey, think today, question today, look at the world through a philosophical lens. All right, thanks, God bless.